Holy Doodle Squat, we just witnessed an incredible NXT TakeOver UK show from Blackpool, England. My name is Fred Rashani. This is TSC, your home for pro wrestling news updates, interviews, and everything in between. If you're new here, please consider subscribing. Twitter is blowing up. My phone is blowing up because we just witnessed one hell of a TakeOver show. Shocker, another NXT TakeOver delivers, but... There were some questions going into NXT UK TakeOver, the first NXT UK TakeOver show. NXT UK has been around for a couple months now. Not going to lie. I haven't had a chance to catch a single episode. I've caught bits and pieces here and there. Uh, Quite frankly, I haven't found a lot of the characters interesting outside of the women and Pete Dunne and Mustache Mountain. But I got to say, this show definitely encouraged me to tune in more often either on YouTube or WWE Network to NXT UK. First things first, crowd was hot, as expected, sold out in the ballroom of Blackpool. Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness, I thought, did a tremendous job calling the action. Vic Joseph, really good, really, really good. He doesn't get enough love. You always hear about Corey Graves being really good or or Tom Phillips or Morrill, but I thought Vic Joseph did a nice job. Nigel McGuinness, He's awesome. What the hell can I say? Now, there were a couple moments that I I did miss just going back and forth because this, of course, aired on the East Coast, I think around like 2 p.m. Eastern time. So I had some stuff to do, but luckily I was able to catch the key matches. And man, oh man, oh man, did this show absolutely, positively, freakingly deliver. So let's take a look at some of the results. First things first, let's get to the big news. Walter. The former WXW champion out of Germany. One of the best wrestlers in the freaking world. I believe he's also a former pro wrestling gorilla PWG champion. A guy who a couple of my good buddies actually got to train under in WXW during their Germany excursion. Walter made his official WWE debut. Now from what I understand, according to numerous sources like the Wrestling Observer, Walter has a unique deal with WWE where he essentially didn't want to move out of Germany. And who could blame him? He's a big star there. He's doing well there, making a living there. He was making a full-time living with WXW. I'm assuming the NXT UK deal is going to allow him to stay working in WXW and some other promotions within that area. Of course, with NXT UK, there are new restrictions as a number of promotions can no longer book Pete Dunne and Tower Bait and all those guys. But this is a great get for WWE. And if this guy ever decides to make the move to North America and... Do his thing on the main roster. I mean, whew, oh my goodness. It, it's just crazy to think about how in NXT and NXT UK alone, there's so much freaking talent that is ready to contribute right now to the main roster. It's, it's unbelievable, and you'll, you'll find out why in a sec. So Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffey, the Iron King, was our main event. Not really familiar all that much with Joe Coffey. But he's a a hard-hitting dude. Looks like the beefy, less-tattooed older brother of Aleister Black. And these guys had an unbelievable match. If there's a couple cons I want to get out of the way, okay? One, I think there were a few too many kickouts. It it, it was crazy. It was was a hard-fought match. And if you're going to do that, you might as well do that at the NXT UK version of WrestleMania, right? So I, I didn't have too much of a problem with that. But I did sense that the crowd was getting a little burnt out. Also... This match went a little too long, and it's not that these guys were trying to get their stuff in and all that other stuff. They worked really hard. They sold very well. Everything looked crisp, 
looked snug, looked like a, it looked like a fight, okay? It really did look like a fight. I don't want to make people think like, okay, this was like too long, it's boring. No, it was awesome. It was a great match, but it was also exhausting as hell to an extent. And I think if you cut like 10 minutes out of that match, I think it would have been, it's a great match. I think it's already a match of the year candidate. But if you cut out 10 minutes, I think it would have been even better. And also, too, this is something to think about. When I say, like, okay, this match should have been shorter or whatever, when people say that, it's not just a case of entertainment value, right? Like, these guys put their bodies through a freaking war. They took some serious bumps. So you take 10 minutes out of serious bump taken, this would have been better for them as well. So this was nuts. Coffee kicked out of not one, but two bitter ends. Dunn kicked out of Coffee's finish as well. There was a spot in the match where Coffee was saying, this is his kingdom. They're at the top. And then Coffee just fell to the outside. At first, I thought it was a botch. I guess it wasn't. Because a few minutes later, they were both up top. I don't know if Dunn was going to go for a top row bitter end or, or something like that. Both guys fell to the floor. Ooh, I know there's uh, those pretty black mats out there now. It's not like it's concrete like the old days, but it's still got to hurt. And Pete Dunn hit the bitter end at the end. Coffee kicked out. Dunn locked in kind of like a, a mounted triangle, grabbed his fingers, broke them, and Coffee had no choice but to tap out. Wow. If there was ever a match that made a guy look phenomenal in defeat, especially a guy who, quite frankly, is nowhere near as well-known as Pete Dunn, this was the match. And Edward Plays on YouTube says, Pete Dunn and Joe Coffee had an amazing match. Noe Lara says NXT UK was awesome. I totally agree with y'all. It was just just an ec- excellent show. And again, the, the match, the main event, I'm not hating on it. I just think like for the sake of those guys too, you're busting their asses. Like you could have cut five, ten minutes, and it still would have been amazing as well. But I, I guess you know they wanted to build up the drama and everything. And it, it honestly, it went long enough to the point where you thought, oh god, is Pete Dunne really going to lose after being NXT UK champion for 600 plus days? And I, I was thinking in the back of my mind, while Joe Coffey has the performance of his life right now, I don't think he's the guy. And ironically enough, after Pete Dunne was celebrating and visibly emotional by the impact he made in this match, in this event, Walter comes out to confront him. Another thing I kind of didn't like Joe Coffey stood between the two and then got knocked out by Walter. But it's, you know what? It sets up a future match between the two. And somebody's got to be a fall guy. It's, it's got to be Joe Coffey. But he looked great here. I think he raised his stock tremendously. And what can you say about Pete Dunne? I think because of the lack of visibility with NXT UK, because it's low on the totem pole for at least North American fans, if you think, and even British fans, really. From what I understand, it's not like English wrestling fans are going crazy for NXT UK. They did tonight for... NXT Blackpool, but you look at everything that's going on in the UK with WWE. Raw ratings aren't great. SmackDown ratings aren't great on Sky Sports. Their, their deal could be in jeopardy in some way. World of Sport, which was revitalized by ITV, not exactly doing all that great in ratings, although I, I think they were renewed for a second season. And NXT UK always has a TV show from the people I've talked to that have actually watched the show, and it's not a lot of people that I know. Uh, they said, action's good, but you know, could have, it could have more personality. It could have more of that UK wrestling flavor that you got in the indies and like Rev Pro and Progress and stuff like that when things were bubbling up. So, whoa, I don't know. Just uh, great, great stuff. Walter, I think he's definitely going to be the guy to dethrone Pete Dunne, but we forget. We really forget about Pete Dunne sometimes. I mean, we know he's great, 
but everybody always talks about you know Kenny Omega and Hiroshi Tanahashi and, and in WWE AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and, and Seth Rollins to a lesser extent, and rightfully so. Those gentlemen all belong amongst the, the, the best in the world. And, and you can certainly you'll factor in a lot of the women there as well, like Asuka and, and you know, Becky Lynch Flair have been tearing it up lately. But you look at what Pete Dunne has well, done over the course of these 600-plus days as UK champion, and even prior to that, you know, the original WWE UK uh, tournament where he had that amazing final match with uh, Tower Bate where Tower Bate became the inaugural champion. This guy is just doing an amazing job. And, you, and for somebody as young as he is, it's just it's ridiculous. How, how old is this guy? This guy's got to be like in his early, mid-20s, right? I mean, he is, he's 25 years old. 25 years young. He is already this good. I don't give a damn about size. I don't care if he's not the prettiest guy in the world. I don't care if he looks a little small in that singlet. I don't care if he's supposed to be a cruiserweight. I don't care if WWE has a 205 Live division that they're enforcing and blah, blah, blah. This guy, at some point in time, needs to make the main roster, and he needs to be pushed like a killer. And it may happen to be, or have to be, when you know Vince McMahon is long gone or out of the picture in some capacity. I don't know. But they got to get this guy on Raw or SmackDown at some point because the, the, the skill that this dude has, the, the selling, the swagger, okay? Yeah, when you, when you maybe see him in person, maybe if you didn't know who he was, you'd be like, who's this small guy? But when you watch him on TV, when you see how the crowd reacts, you see his connection. He was the real star of this show. I'd say him and, and, and Tony Storm, I mean, they reacted to everybody, but I think Tony Storm, Ray Ripley, especially Pete Dunne, were the stars of, of the show, in addition to one, one surprise, which I'll talk about. And yeah, at some point, he's got to get on the main roster. And at some point, he's really got to get on the mix. I got a lot of love for my Middle Eastern brother, Mustafa Ali. Got a lot of love for him, and he's, he's great too. And I think he could be very marketable. But Pete Dunne, man, 25 years old, already that damn good. I think we got to talk about him more when it comes to the conversation of one of the very best wrestlers in the world joe coffee's no slouch but pete dunn consistently across all these promotions pop progress icw wuk nxt nxt uk i mean he's 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 done it man he's really done it and, and i'm really happy for his success and hope uh, big things uh, are to come from here we had a great match with rhea ripley tony storm you want to talk about youth right i mean rhea ripley is only 20 Two years old and she's already this damn good now she was working with somebody who's above her skill level and experience level and tony storm who oh by the way is only 23 years old crazy right and, and those two had, had an awesome match uh, great back and forth action tony storm got the clean pin got the win won the nxt women's championship crowd loved this match I love this match. I was really happy for Tony Storm. I, I, I assume this was the plan from the get-go for her to eventually beat Rhea Ripley. Uh, but, you know, with everything that's been going on outside of the ring, with her being hacked and everything, and having to delete her social media and all that stuff, it was really nice to not just hear get the win, okay? Because at the end of the day, these, these title wins are, pre- are predetermined, right? Somebody in the back tells you, hey, you're going to win and everything. But at the end of the day, it's, it's about the execution. It's about the crowd reaction and everything. And the execution was, was flawless. It was a great match. Uh, but the crowd as well showed her tremendous respect. And when she went in the crowd and she was holding that title and, and she was like in a pot. And, and normally, like, you know, 
beautiful young woman, top woman's wrestler, and a pile of dudes, you'd be like, uh-oh. But these guys were all respectful. Chang, Tony, Tony. And she just came off like such a superstar. It was, it was awesome. I'm not going to say it was like Jose Aldo when he dove into Brazil, you know, the Brazilian crowd and they, they lifted him up and he had the Brazilian flag or, or you know, Conor McGregor in Ireland. But this was pretty damn good and, and an awesome scene, an awesome show of respect. So congratulations, Tony Storm. Sky's the limit for Rhea Ripley. Just damn good performance all around by, by both women. I well, this is consistent from, from the get-go with this show. I missed this match. I saw some highlights on Twitter. Dave Mastiff defeated Eddie Dennis in a no-DQ match. This looked pretty hard-hitting and brutal. Uh, I would not want to be around Dave Mastiff in a dark alley, unless, of course, he was a good friend of mine, and I just uh, you know, wanted to uh, pick a fight with somebody, only to hide behind my big brute. Finn Bauer made a surprise appearance, defeating his former protege, Jordan Devlin. This is a, a bit of a dream match. Travis Banks got his ass kicked by the evil Devlin. You'll recall at one point Devlin was a good guy, but NXT UK in the early days needed a heel. Devlin turned heel, did his thing. He's really improved, but there are times where I look at him, I'm like, man, this guy's Finn Bauer 2.0. Not bad. There, there's worse wrestlers you could be, right? You could be Baron Corbin 2.0, and that would suck. At least he's Finn Bauer 2.0. He's got his looks, too, so I'm, I'm sure a lot of people like that. And, and these guys had a really hot match, really good stuff. Finn Bauer got the clean win with the coup de gras. This was an awesome surprise. I remember a couple years back, I think they had like Neville versus, versus Aleister Black, and, and that was a, a really fun uh, surprise. But this pop, Finn Bauer, man, has there been a more underappreciated, consistent main roster wrestler than Finn Bauer? Really, this guy has brought it. For all the talk about, oh, he's injury prone, all this stuff like that. He's been winning WWE's Ironman over the course of the last year. And he's a guy that was instrumental in NXT's international expansion. And to an extent, WWE's as well. And I, I really would like to see this guy at some point get some semblance of WWE gold. Hell, I'd love to see this guy win the Royal Rumble. And maybe even, dare I say, face AJ Styles at WrestleMania and the battle of former Bullet Club leaders. That would be great. Although I, I'm loving what Daniel Bryan is doing right now. Zach Gibson and James Drake defeated Mustache Mountain to become the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Whew. This was also a hell of a match. Mustache Mountain is tremendous. Uh, I'm not that familiar with uh, Gibson and, and Drake. I've seen them here and there. Uh, but they had a, a great effort here. I love the British Bulldogs tribute. They wore similar tights to the old school British Bulldogs that uh, did Mustache Mountain. So props to them for that. There was one spot where Tower Bait was on the shoulders of, of Gibson. And Drake went for a, a suicide dive. I'm watching an animated GIF right now. Went for a suicide dive. It was like a doomsday device on the outside, but with the suicide dive. And freaking Tower Bait just flipped over, landed right on his stomach, almost landed on his head. On the mat, on the outside, that was brutal. I believe Tower Bait was also busted open the hard way, you know, bleeding a little bit from the head. But these guys left it all out there, and I don't really know what else to say as far as the matches go. I mean, just great stuff all around. You should go out of your way to watch this show. If you don't watch NXT UK, who cares? Watch this show. You may start watching NXT UK. As far as who is shown in the crowd, I know sometimes NXT likes to do that, where it's like, hey, here's Bobby Roode, or hey, here's uh, Ricochet. We had Charlotte Flair in the crowd, which was pretty cool. They showed Kaylee Ray, 
and a favorite from the original Mae Young classic, the former alpha female, Jazzy Gabbert, was shown there. So maybe, just maybe, Jazzy, actually, I'm sure it's probably, is finally signed. Finally. You may recall, people wanted to sign Jazzy. They said, please sign Jazzy. They didn't do it because they discovered some type of neck issue, and she ended up getting it taken care of. And thankfully, it looks like she's finally getting a real shot with WWE. Super happy for her. I remember her from a few years ago when she was kind of green in TNA and she had some potential and then just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth like a lot of TNA prospects. And uh, it's nice to see that in recent years she's gotten over through WWE uh, throughout Europe and she's getting a shot here. So very happy for her. Overall, what the hell can I say other than NXT, TakeOver, UK, Blackpool? It's a mouthful. Massive, massive thumbs up and whoo what's next on the docket well we got the royal rumble we got nxt takeover phoenix we got gargano versus ricochet we got champa versus black i am liking what i am seeing and this is around the time when even WWE's main roster starts to improve and gets hot at the right time so i'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen especially with all elite wrestling popping up out of nowhere or did it? Especially with seeing ROH and now a make or break position. Do they spend the money to compete? Do they let themselves fall to number three or four behind NJPW and AEW? Do they just sell off? What are they going to do? We'll see. And of course, you got New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is going to continue its Western expansion. And on top of that, doing its thing in Japan with some new top stars like Jay White and Juice Robinson. So it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's a great time to be a pro wrestler. You got a lot of options and a lot of options to drive up your price. But folks, I want to hear from you. What did you think about NXT TakeOver UK Blackpool? Will you be watching some more NXT UK after this? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Just couple quick notes we're gonna be having a new sports courier podcast episode looking back at the year that was video games so if you're a gamer you might want to check that out that'll be uploaded very soon also i just uploaded a video blog on the unfortunate lars sullivan news lars sullivan's main roster run could be in jeopardy already you're gonna have to check it out find out and let me know what you think until then folks tweet us facebook us do what you gotta do take care like and share don't forget to subscribe for more updates don't forget to enable notifications i'll try not to hit the mic with my chin again i'm just damn excited well done nxt uk until next time everybody as always enjoy the matches and long live the bruiser weight